at least we're able, like she said, to save the children. And this is what we have to do. You have to save children in order to save the race. I want to say something that some of you may disagree with, and that is, uh, I don't think you can just work for black children. I think that the, the minute you start working on the problems of the black child, you find that you have to be concerned about all children, don't you? I mean, if you're working on drugs... Well, don't yeah. ask me that. I will never refuse any human being to come in yes. there, but I'm concerned about mine, because you can't go, you know, up in the Bronx when you haven't even cleaned up. I can't clean up. I can't mm -hmm. clean up my house. In other words, I don't know how I'm going to clean up yours. i got to clean up mine first, just exactly. like this sister said. Then clean up yours. You know, because, like, drugs with us has been in our community for 25 or 30 years. Nobody <coughs> really ever cared. You know, we have kids up there 13 years old, been on drugs two and a half years. And the Board of Education haven't even missed the math school. Mm -hmm. Like we say, they freed us 300 and some years ago, turned around 50 years later and gave us dope. <laughs> you know, so I don't, I, I don't really go for you know, for all of that, about going across the river and doing something. I think we should stay on this side, try to do what we have to do for each other. I don't think that we can work just on our own problems unless we are concerned about the total society. And as a matter of fact, unless we go across the river, too, and we're concerned about a, a lot of things happening in, in the world. This is, this is a very small planet and uh, we feel the impact of, uh, of these forces. I, I don't think that we can concentrate just on what you call the black nation, so long as we exist in an America, which is a sick society. Don't you think we have to work on No, that? I don't. On you know, I, well, I really... I, I just no, want I to understand. define this as a different... I appreciate everything you're saying, but no. quite often when people do not understand, they cannot relate. And I don't really think you understand what's going on. Uh, in, in, in black communities, yeah. I think you're very comfortable. I mean, I, I please. Go ahead. Sorry. I think you're very comfortable sitting in your office and trying to be very community-oriented from your desk and in your plush, air-conditioned place. Um, <laughs> it's not very No, bad. no, but you, you have to get... <laughs> I would like to no. see your office moved to a rat-infested so. apartment if, if yeah, I can win them roach-infested uh, yeah. right. yeah, we've all known what it is. No, but I live there right now. Yeah. I mean, I live there right now. Oh, but my, my point is you have to understand how the system operates in order to take that over and to make it more responsive to you. Now, there are ways of, uh, and I think there are ways of, uh, of, of turning programs around. I think all of you are involved in Take a walk. Really? Pardon? Take a ride. I mean, really, so I mean, if you look there, go out 114th Street and 8th Avenue, they curve all up through there. You see how the system works. Indeed. You will see how the system works. And when we see, you know, professional people of our own race start to work with that system, then we know, you know, where it's coming from. And a lot of us black people have to begin to learn that we are black, and that man will always look at us just as that regardless of how much he might eat with us and pat us on our back, he still look at us for just what we are. What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome to another segment of Meninge Toi. I'm your hostess, Keeks, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast. What's up, you guys? First of all, I want to tell you all thank you for all of the love and all the support I have been getting. 
I know I said this early on that when I was working on this for the culture series, I've been working on it for a while. So just to see all the love and the support I've been receiving from this, I really appreciate it. So I just want to tell you all, thank you for tuning in, for listening, for all of the love and all of the support. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And I got to give a very special thank you as well as introduce my co-host, Nature Valley. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I know I'm going to be like thanking you all the time, every episode, <laughs> just because just to show my appreciation, because I really, I really do appreciate you doing this for me. So I got to give you a special shout out for sharing your knowledge and your wisdom with me. Um, so thank you. Thanks for inviting me. I really appreciate this. Anytime, anytime. So today, you guys, we're going to be talking about, you know, in the previous episode, we had our racism one-on-one. So in this episode, we're going to talk about how racism exists and operates within America today. Mm -hmm. So thank you guys for tuning in. We're going to go ahead and get started. Next point, the next point we're going to, or the next subject we're going to talk about is pretty much explaining what racism looks like today in America and saying what institutions are doing a disservice to black Americans today Mm -hmm. and racism you know I'm pretty sure you all have heard us say it before but it impacts everything Mm -hmm. it impacts our politics our education our agriculture our economics our um dang it I'm uh shoot our political and social infrastructures like our banking racism impacts everything mm-hmm. so there's a, a there's an what's what am I trying to say there's a system oh I don't oh crap there's a system for there's a racist system for uh, well this is not coming out well there's a racist system for everything that racism is impacting so for example like within the entertainment industry mm-hmm. within um politics within i'm a i'm i'm a i'm gonna let you go ahead because i'm i'm gonna come back to it <laughs> no i think what you're trying to say is like racism is like the big brother of all of this shit like right you can't have the healthcare system without racism you can't have the entertainment industry without racism you can't have any of these things because they're all working to function as um not even just byproducts but to help racism stay in place right and they were created like because racism has already been like racism was here before America even became mm-hmm. America, like it just automatically fell into everything that mm-hmm. America it falls into everything that America creates. Mm-hmm. So it automatically falls into our school systems, mm-hmm. into our politics, and into our med- our education, into our media. Um, so I know in relation to media which I feel like this one is really, really big. Um, Media is an influencer in racism in ways that it does not represent Black people in a positive light. And at the same time, it tends to publish the same narratives regarding Black people, you know, perpetuating those same demeaning negative stereotypes. You know, Black men are thugs, they're aggressive. Mm -hmm. Um, 
they are they're angry or even black women being uh welfare queens and hoes or loud mouth ghetto all of that like these things that we see in media this is a product of racism because again you're seeing black people being portrayed in a negative light Mm -hmm. whereas you know a lot of times you see white people as being the heroes and you know they're saving people and they're the educators they're the teachers they're the firefighters they're the policemen like just seeing how those roles are being enacted in media those are things we should pay attention to because again that's a product of racism um politics i feel like politicians try to win the black vote They try to win the black vote by promising institutional change, but once they get in office, they don't come through. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to education, there's a limit. When it comes to uh, poor communities, there's a limit of resources within the poor communities. And because there's such a tight strain of resources within the poor communities, those who reside within the poor communities have to compete with each other because there isn't enough for everyone at least that's the way that it's presented to them like you all there's there's not enough for all of you there's only enough for a select few and if you really want it you got to work really really hard to get it whereas if you go to um a suburban school where they have a plethora of resources they don't really have to compete because they just have enough for everybody that's pretty much that's that's my take on um racism in relation to education, politics, and media today. And then I also wanted to know how affirmative action was a law that was created in 1961. And this law was created to ensure the intentional recruitment and hire of black people within schools and workplaces. You know something is messed up if you got to create a law that says, yeah, we're going to create this law to make sure we hire black people. Mm-hmm. That's, that's how you know something is messed up. But anything you would like to add, love? Yeah, just to, you know, piggyback on a lot of the things you were saying in regards to our education system, I just wanted to point out the first thing that any person comes into contact with when you're when you're first born, the first thing that you come into contact with is language. Yes. Like language structures our entire thought process. So we're given this American language, which operates and I and I want to say American because I want to distinguish between English English like England's English or whatever and Americans English there's this dichotomy like I said there's this harsh binary black white and that structure of the binary like literally trickles down into every single thing that we do so in regards to the education system and language like in school we can read a poem like a fifth grade poem about like I don't know I don't know, darkness or being afraid of the dark or something like that. Mm -hmm. Immediately, a child is taught darkness, blackness, whatever it is that's associated with black or dark is bad. It's scary. It's scary, it's bad, it's intimidating, it's unwanted. Like, just with saying something like, afraid of the dark. Yes, yes. And that's what we're taught, like, from infancy all the way up until adulthood and that same narrative is perpetuated once we get out of school say we don't go to college or something like that or we are our education um is put at a halt at high school our entire narrative is literally black is bad black is intimidating black is something to be afraid of and in our history books which is 
a complete mess in itself but just briefly it's taught the white person came over and saved the indians which is a wrong term to call the people that were here anyway and it's just that alone is just a dictation of them having control over the narrative they're not indians they're people who were here way before america existed so even the term native americans is inaccurate like but they control that and we are taught from a very young age we control history we as in white people control history because i didn't see a black face in my history book other than martin luther king right or rosa parks or rosa parks what's up y'all i'm sorry to interrupt but i just want to take a minute of your time Are you based in Charlotte? Are you looking for dessert catering for a party, an event, or even a late night snack? I know I have just what you need. One name at MoMated underscore desserts. What better way to satisfy your sweet craving and get lit than with some Hennessy cupcakes? Got a sweet tooth? She has anything and everything you need. Y'all, I'm talking cupcakes, cakes, chocolate-covered strawberries, chocolate-covered pretzels, cake pops, brownies, cupcake jars, you name it, she got it. And she does custom orders. And she's super affordable. I can guarantee your taste buds will be satisfied. Make sure y'all follow my show me on Instagram at MoMadeIt underscore desserts. That is at M-O-M-A-D-E-I-T underscore desserts. Go to her for all of your baked goods needs. Oh, and one more thing. Tell her Keek sent you. And those were even a little testy. I didn't get to that until I was really in like seventh or eighth grade. That's not something a black person in power or a black person having a voice is really not taught until you're older. Say it. Say it. And so not only are we excluded from the educational system, but let alone everything that we're taught in relation to blackness or darkness is bad. So Mm. that's what I wanted to say about education. And in regards to the healthcare system, I would invite you guys to go um, shout out to my uh, podcast real quick because I'll be doing a little bit more about this in depth. But the healthcare system is literally set up for the black person to fail. There was a story in the media very recently about... Uh, Serena Williams she was pregnant or she was giving birth or whatever in this hospital and the doctor she was experiencing experiencing like excruciating pain and I don't remember exactly what happened but the doctors basically ignored her concerns because in the medical system and just like through the filtration of our language a black woman being in pain is not seen as something that's urgent or something that really needs attention. Mm. She was in pain. She was about to die. Mm. And if it hadn't been for like this black nurse or something like that, or this Indian nurse, this nurse of color who was like, okay, let's see what's going on. She would have died on the birthing table. And there was a statistic that was, um, I don't, I don't really pay attention to statistics, but basically black women are much more likely to die giving childbirth like during childbirth than a white woman is and it's like this medical system is just really it just reinstill reinstates racism like white person is you know um priority obviously Mm -hmm. the black child the black woman the black man is not Mm -hmm. and you could just see that in that example there um I've had my own horror stories with the medical system which is why I don't really trust western medicine anymore 
but that's, you know, something else I'll talk about a little later. Um, and then food, like it's so important what you put into your body. And like you were saying earlier, we don't have access to grocery stores. We have access to corner stores. There's in every black community, mm-hmm. there's a church. I'll go into that a little bit later. There's a church, there's a liquor store, and there's a corner store. There is no grocery stores, like you said, accessible to the black community. And so what that teaches us is that, you know, mental health, all of that stuff is not valued because what you put into your body eventually comes out of your body, you know? Yes. So if you're, if you're given all these hormones and if you're all in your chicken and in your vegetables and, and the potato chips that you're eating and you're not given any healthy options, like your thinking is going to be, I don't even want to say dumbed down, but altered. Like you're not going to be able to function as well as someone who has access to quality fruits, quality vegetables, quality meats, quality whatevers. And again, that's just reinforcing black Black people and their neighborhoods, they're going to be fed the, the things of low quality, the things with hormones, the things that are going to intentionally harm them. And then in the white communities, they're going to have everything that they need to properly flourish and foster in, in all of this. They're, my mom has fibroids, and that is something that is, I've never, ever heard of a fibroid in a, in a white woman ever in my life. That's a condition that's particularly... Um, specific to black women and I think it's important to note that because what are they putting in our foods to promote these hormones to foster in our uteruses Mm. to grow cancerous things that are literally sucking the blood out of us like like literally killing us Mm. like what are they putting in our food and what are they putting in our environment to you know help that and again you can clearly see if a white person does not ever have history of that and a black person does like it has to be something going on with this binary system of white um what do you call it just i don't know privilege and black just like demi- i don't know dehumanization essentially you know mhm um and then the last thing i wanted to talk about was um and it kind of ties into media in regards to the black person is like the concept of love like Black people aren't allowed to be, to have uh, a diversity in their character. Mm, Like you said, black people are supposed to be, the women are allowed to be, uh, quote unquote, thoughts or loud or ghetto or whatever. And those things are fine. Like, I'm fine with that. But those are the only things that we are allowed. We're not allowed to be soft and tender and vulnerable and sad sometimes or justifiably angry. We're just mad. Right. Or we're just thoughts or we're just whatever. Like, what about the sexual abuse that exists in our communities because of the patriarchal system that's in place? You know what I mean? You call us thoughts and you call us hoes and all of this, but you're not assessing the systems that are in place that are intentionally supporting our demise. Like... And then we're not allowed to be, like I said, soft, vulnerable, loving. We're not allowed love. Like, the songs that I hear, the mainstream songs, I'll say, because, of course, there are some good Black artists. But the songs that are mainstream, the popular songs, are always about having sex, mm-hmm. doing drugs, mm-hmm. shooting somebody up, mm-hmm. or shaking your ass. Like, complete objectification of the Black person. It's not... It's not a, it's not even really a person at that point. You're really just objectifying our bodies. Like we're just minimalized to what our bodies are capable of doing. We're not 
capable of that love. And then you see in the pop songs that white people sing, it's, oh, I love you. And, oh, you broke my heart. Like, okay, why can't we have songs about that? Why do do our songs have to be about, oh, like, you know, I'm going to have sex with you or I'm going to do, you know, like, and that's fine to have songs like that, but not all of our songs, all of our popular songs are literally filtering the black consciousness to me to just be completely physical. Yeah. Like we're not allowed love or any type of intimacy. Intimacy. Yeah. Man. Oh, I am so happy that you said those things. Cause that is <laughs> so true. Like, especially in our music, it doesn't mm-hmm. always promote healthy relationships. Like I know you have R and B and Neo. So, right. but like you said, a lot of the songs that are on the pop charts, they're those songs that are objectifying and demeaning. Mm-hmm. Oh, girl, I wish I could hug you. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Thank you. <laughs> I am so full. I I don't have anything else. I feel like that was the that was the perfect conclusion. <laughs> that was the perfect conclusion. We definitely, I, y'all felt that. Damn, if you ain't feel that, something's up. I felt that and I'm conscious of these things like man oh yes and this is why having these conversations are so important Mm -hmm. so people can know about these things so people can understand that there's history behind these things so people can understand the right terminology and see how these things were created because everything has a birthplace Mm-hmm. and we won't understand the full function of these things and understand the birthplace if we don't take the time to do our research, if we don't take the mm-hmm. time to read, if we don't take the time to ask questions, and if we don't take the time to... Uh, I had it, but it just left me. Um, to have these conversations. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Nature Valley. Thank you for inviting me. Girl, yes. Y'all ain't y'all ain't seen nothing yet. This is only the second (laughs) episode. Y'all haven't, yo, we have like 15 more. Right. Y'all ain't ready. (laughs) Oh, so we're gonna go ahead and sign off then. We've been talking for an hour. I'm pretty sure y'all feel spiritually full. I know I do. (laughs) But um, thank you again, Nature Valley, for tuning in with me. I really do appreciate you sharing your knowledge and your wisdom with me. I knew when I was doing this, I knew that I wanted to do this with you just from the conversations we would have in school. I'm like, she's the perfect person. Yep. Go ahead. Yep. We 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 gonna do this. We gonna make it happen. We gonna we gonna mess them up. So thank you for agreeing to do this project with me I really do appreciate your wisdom and your knowledge and I really love your mind and the way that you think and I just want to thank you oh thank you for appreciating me I appreciate you for just giving me this uh platform to just speak oh you're welcome you're welcome see this is what happens when we work together when we come together we don't got to compete y'all we all can be great we can make it happen thank you love but we're going to go ahead and sign off. I have been your hostess, Keeks, and I would like to thank you all for tuning in to get these spiritual vibrations for your mental stimulation. You wanted to go ahead and sign off? Yeah. Um, I don't know what to say. Bye, guys. <laughs> Make sure you all follow her on Twitter yes. and follow her podcast at I Just Want to Fucking Know. 
available on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, Pocket Cast, <laughs> and I'm missing one. There's one more. Overcast. There we go. Make sure y'all follow her at I Just Want to Fucking Know. And also make sure you guys follow her Twitter account at IJWFK. We signing off. Thank y'all. Y'all have a good night. Quick PSA for all of my fellow listeners. If any of you happen to join our live, our Instagram live video today, yes, I, no, not I, Nature Valley and I went live today on Instagram to answer some questions and common questions about racism. Y'all can check out that video on my social media at Meninjetwa. Again, that video will be available on Instagram, on Facebook, and on Twitter at Meninjetwa. Make sure y'all check that out.